بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد قال الإمام البخاري رحمه الله باب 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 التؤده في الأمور الإمام البخاري رحمه الله تعالى he says in this book of his الأدب المفرد the chapter of having tu'adah in one's affairs, of being thoughtful, of having deliberation, of considering the consequences of what a person is about to say, what a person is about to do, to do things with careful consideration. Babu at-tu'adah fil umur. An ashaj, an ashaj Abdul Qais. قال قال لي النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن فيك لخلقين يحبهما الله أشج ابن عبد القيس was a companion of the messenger of Allah عليه الصلاة والسلام that was his لقب that was his title his name was المنذر المنذر ابن عائد المنذر ابن عائد so this companion Allah's messenger عليه الصلاة والسلام on an occasion he said to him Indeed, in you are two traits, two positive traits, two positive qualities that Allah loves. In you are two positive, good qualities, good traits that Allah loves. So then Ashaj ibn Abdul Qais, he said, what are those two Traits, Ya Rasulullah. Qala al-hilmu wal-haya. He said, al-hilm and al-haya. Al-hilm and al-haya. Al-hilm, yani being mild and clement and forbearing. And al-haya, being shy, being bashful. Qultu qadiman kana aw hadithan. Ashaj ibn Abdul Qais, he said, these qualities that I have, that Allah loves, are they old or are they new? Are they old or are they new? Meaning, was I born with them? Did Allah, when He created me, when I came into this world, was it already part of my tabi'ah? Was it already part of my nature that was ingrained within my nature? Was I born with them? Were they, are these characteristics of mine old? Meaning, was I born with them? Or are they, are they new? Meaning, did, that, did I acquire them later on, later on? So the Messenger of Allah, والسلام, he said, Qadiman. Rather, they are old. Meaning, rather, you were born with these things. Qultu alhamdulillah, alladhi jabalani ala khuluqayni ahabbahum Allah. He said, all praise is due to Allah. Ashaj ibn Abdul Qais, he said, All praise and uh, thanks and gratitude belongs to Allah, the one that embedded within me, yani created me, embedded within me these two characteristics that Allah, that Allah he loves. And then in another narration, the, the messenger he said, in this narration here, the first one, the messenger said, Al-hilm wal-haya. 
these two characteristics that you have that Allah loves is al-hilm, being forbearant and clement and mild, and al-haya, being shy and bashful. And in another narration, the messenger said al-hilm, wal anah, hilm, and anah. Anah is something as Sheikh Abdul Razak al-Badr mentioned, is something that is comes out as a result of being halim. When you are somebody that is mild in character, when you're somebody that is uh, mild and forbearant in character, then it's going to produce this ana, this yani tuada, which is the word that is contained within the chapter title, which means being self-controlling, being somebody that isn't hasty, being somebody that doesn't rush. Being somebody that is self-controlling, he thinks, he uses his mind. He's somebody that is yani, forbearant, yani, he's not hasty. Somebody says something, something happens, he thinks, before I do this, is it going to be harmful? Is it going to be beneficial? Are the harms going to outweigh the benefits or, or not? So the one that has this anah, this characteristic of being restraining, being patient, thinking, yani, being thoughtful, giving consideration, being deliberate concerning whether or not I should do this. These are two characteristics that the Messenger mentioned concerning this companion. And these are characteristics that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He loves that before you do something, before you say something, you give it some deliberation. You give it some thought. You're not hasty. You're not mustajil, hasty and rushing into things. But you think about what, whether or not there's benefit in what I'm going to do, what I'm going to say. These are characteristics that Allah Jalla wa'az, He loves. So from this narration, in summary, from the benefits that Sheikh Zaid al-Madkhali mentioned, from them is number one, the encouragement of having the characteristic of being halim, being mild, mild and clement and forbearing. Likewise, the encouragement of having anah, the encouragement of having, yani being enduring. You're, you, you really want to lose your temper right now. Be enduring. Be somebody that is self-controlling. Be somebody that isn't going to be mustajil, hasty. He hears something and before he verifies it, he starts reacting. No. Rather, this narration here shows that a Muslim is encouraged to have the characteristic of having ana, of being somebody that is controlling and he has deliberation in what he thinks and what he says. Likewise, from what we gain from this narration, is, as Sheikh Zaid, he says, جواز ذكر الشخص بما فيه من الخير تشجيعا له وحثا له على التمسك بما فيه من خصال الخير. This narration, it shows to us that it is permitted to mention to a person the good that he might have in order to encourage him to continue doing so, in order to encourage him to hold on to this characteristic. Now this doesn't go under the impermissible praise that a person makes in a person's face. 
generally you shouldn't praise a person in the fa- in, the, in his face. However, here we see, and there are other narrations likewise, where the Messenger of Allah والسلام, praised his companions in their presence. And as the ulama say that that happens when a person, he has some degree of assurity that it's not going to put the person that he's praising to trial. Yani, it's not going to make the person, uh, it's not going to put him to trial in terms of self-amazement and what have you. So this narration shows to us that it is permitted for a person to mention to his Muslim brother some good characteristics that that Muslim brother has in order to encourage him to continue being like that. In order to encourage him to holding on to that characteristic of his. Likewise, what this narration indicates towards is a sifa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a characteristic of Allah, an attribute of Allah. Which attribute? Not al-hilm. Not al-hub. Mashallah. No doubt, al-hilm. That's a characteristic of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, being forbearant. Allah is forbearant, forbearant with us, the slaves. So al-hilm, sadaqt. You are right. Al-hilm. That is a characteristic of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. For that reason, His name is al-halim. But what this narration shows to us concerning the characteristic of Allah is that Allah has the characteristic, the sifa of muhabba because the messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he said to this companion you've got two characteristics that Allah loves affirming the characteristic the sifa al-fi'liya the action-based characteristic of love that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has and we as ahl sunnah we as people of sunnah those who follow the path of the salaf of this ummah we affirm all of the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every single, every single name, every single attribute that has been mentioned in the book, that has been mentioned in the sunnah, we affirm it, we accept it. The nature of that attribute, however, the howness, the modality of that attribute is something that is beyond our ability of idraq, our ability to encompass. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, that he loves. How is his love? What is the nature of his love? That is something that is beyond our ability to perceive. Why? If it is the case that we find that we have as created beings characteristics such as a face. I have a face. The brothers in front of me have a face. Animals have a face. Insects have a face. Predatory beasts have a face. Are all of our faces the same? No, they're not. So if there is variation between creation as far as our attributes is concerned, then how much more of a greater variation between the attributes of creation and the attributes of the Creator, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So here we affirm the sifa of muhabba for Allah jalla wa az. And likewise what this narration contains is encouragement to have the characteristic of al-haya, to have the characteristic of being shameful, bashful, being shy. And as the Messenger والسلام, told us, that the prophets before him said, إِذَا لَمْ تَسْتَحِي If you have no shame, then do as you wish. So this narration here, it also highlights to us, 
and encourages for us to be shy and to be shameful and to be bashful. But the primary matter that this narration is highlighting is a tu'adah, an anah, that a person, he has deliberation, he is thoughtful, he considers the benefits and the harms of what he's about to say, what he's about to do. Why? Because haste is from the shaitan, as the messenger said. At-ta'anni min Allah. Akmil. We've memorized this hadith, ya ikhwan. At-ta'anni min Allah wal wal-ajalah min shaitan At-ta'anni, deliberation is from Allah, and ajalah is from shaitan. Would you like to hear a brief story? A short and brief story on the fruits of this tu'ada, the fruits of this deliberation, and likewise the potential risks and the harms that you may face if you're hasty. Would you like to hear this small little story? It's a small little story, I'll summarize it. It's actually a narration. That Imam al-Bukhari collects in Al-Adab al-Mufrad. And the chapter title of that narration is exactly the same as the chapter title of the narration that we just studied right now. Same. Bab at-tu'adah fil-umur. Having tu'adah, deliberation, in your affairs. Our ahkam shari'iyah, our legislative rulings, are derived from where? What's the umdah? Quran wa sunnah, Quran wa sunnah, Quran wa sunnah, that's the umdah. That is where we derive our rulings. What is halal, what is haram, what is mustahab, what is makruh, what is mubah, and so on and so forth, what is wajib. But then qisas, why did the salaf narrate stories in order to what? In order to yani, encourage us, huh? encourage us towards those things that have already been established in the book. And the sunnah, so that we can take heed. They have these stories, so that we can take heed from what those stories contain. As, for the, as far as the rulings are concerned, then they are, they are things that are established not by stories, but they are established through uh, Quran wa sunnah. In brief, in summary, this story is a narration of Imam al-Hasan al-Basri, rahimahullahu ta'ala. Imam al-Hasan al-Basri, he is from which tabaqa? Tabi'een. So in summary, Imam al-Hasan al-Basri, he says that there was a man, a man that had a slave, a freed slave, and he had a son. This man passed away. However, before he passed away, he advised his freed slave with his son. He advised him to take care of his son. He advised him, I'm going to die now, take care of my son, bring him up well. And this is what the freed slave did. The freed slave, he brought up this man's young boy up until this boy grew up. He spared no effort in giving him a good tarbiyah up until the boy became older and the man got the boy married. And the wording indicates, as Sheikh Abdul Razak al-Badr mentioned, the wording indicates that the man got him married to one of his maharim, his daughter, his niece, and so on and so forth. So then, this man, he wanted to go and seek ilm. He wanted to go and seek knowledge. So he said to the freed slave, prepare me so that I can go and seek knowledge. So then he prepared him and he went off to seek knowledge. 
the scholar that he sought knowledge from, he said to him, the scholar said to him, before you leave, before you go back to your, your home, your, your homeland and what have you, before you go back and depart and leave, then tell me and then I'm going to teach you something. I'm going to give you some advice. So then when the time came, this young boy, uh, this man, who used to be the young boy, this man came to the scholar and he said, I'm, I'm now about to leave, I'm going to go now. So the scholar, he then advised him. And he said to him, Ittaqillah, wasbir wala tasta'jil. He said to him, have taqwa of Allah, fear Allah. Be patient and don't be hasty. How many things? Three things. What's the first one? Taqwa of Allah. Second one? Patience, sabr. Third one? Don't be hasty. Don't be hasty. Don't rush. Don't be hasty. So now this man, he's going back home now. He's going back home. He gets home, gets to his house. He goes inside the house. And he finds that there's a man inside of his house, sleeping in his house. And likewise, this young man's wife is also there as well, sleeping. They're not sleeping next to each other, but they're there sleeping. He's a bit far from her, but they're still sleeping in the same room. So now this person that was a young boy and now he's grown up and he's become a man. Now, when he sees this, he says, I can't be patient with this. How can I be patient with this? So he leaves the house, goes to his horse, takes out his sword, goes back. No, sorry. He takes the sword and then he remembers. He takes the sword and then he remembers. Ah, ittaqillah, fear Allah. Wasbir, have patience. Wala tasta'jil. Don't be don't be hasty. So he goes back inside now for the second time. Looks at the man. His wife is there, his own wife is there, and this man, this unknown man is there, sleeping in his house. And his woman's there as well. He says, How can I I can't be patient with this? How can I be patient with this? Goes back outside, gets his sword. And then he remembers. Ittaqillah. Huh? Wasbir, be patient. Wala tasta'jil. Don't be hasty. Puts the sword back in. Goes back inside. For the third time now. When he does this, the man that was in his house, the so-called intruder, he wakes up. When he wakes up, he hugs the young man. The, the man that is in the house hugs the young man and kisses him. And he said, what did you attain? What did you acquire? What did you achieve after me? After you left me? Who was this man? The Mawla, the freed slave. He was his Perhaps his father-in-law or his uncle-in-law, his wife's mahram. He said, what did you achieve? What did you achieve 
after me, after you left and you went on your journey for Talab al-ilm. Now you've come back, I'm so happy to see you. What did you achieve? So he said to him, أَصَبْتُ وَاللَّهِ بَعْدَكَ خَيْرًا كَثِيرًا I ended up achieving, after I left you, a great amount of good. أَصَبْتُ وَاللَّهِ بَعْدَكَ أَنِّي مَشَيْتَ اللَّيْلَةِ بَيْنَ سَيْفِ وَبَيْنَ رَأْسِكَ ثَلَاثَ مِرَارًا What I achieved today is that, wallahi, what I achieved today is that I walked between your head and between my sword three times. I walked between my sword and your head three times. فَحَجَزَنِي مَا أَصَبْتُ مِنَ الْعِلْمِ عَنْ قَتْلِكَ but the knowledge that I learnt when I went on my journey for seeking knowledge, the knowledge that I learnt, it prevented me, it stopped me from killing you. Imagine, this shows, number one, what does it show? It shows the fadl of knowledge, seeking knowledge, travelling to seek knowledge, sitting with the ulama. As a result of that, this man, he was advised by the ulama because the ulama, they want good for us. The ulama, they're like our fathers. They want good for us. They care for us. So that's why the scholar advised him. This shows the fadl of ilm, fadl of knowledge. As a result of that knowledge, he was saved from isti'jal, saved from being hasty. That haste, that would have resulted in murder. Imagine if it was somebody else in his position. Somebody that was ignorant. Somebody that was yani, emotional. What would, have, what would have happened? Would he have gone back and forth to his sword? To his sword three times. Saying to himself, wasbir wala No. He would have got that sword and he would have had. Finish the person off. Not just that, finish his wife off. Not just that, as you hear nowadays, how many times you read, you read about this. A man kills the, uh, his wife, the person that she's involved with, and goes and kills his own children as well. Kills himself as well. That is the fruit of isti'jal, of being hasty. But likewise, what this man did, it shows the fruits of a ta'anni. It shows the fruits of deliberation, of being thoughtful, of taking into consideration the consequences of your actions. Naktafi bihad al-qalar wa sallallahu ma'ala nabiyyina Muhammad walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.